um, hello? Where, where am I? What, what is this? You are Atris, aren't you? Yes. Also known as Phelan Turvis, Yelio Rovel, Kirill Sonatus. What the hell is this? What is going on? You have worn many faces. You've been many people. Let me ask you. Are you satisfied? Am I... what? Answer the question. Who are you? How do I get out of here? Answer the question, Atris. Are you satisfied? No. Alright, no. I am not satisfied. I know. You have searched your whole life for a place. For power. And you have gotten close. But it has always been just beyond your grasp. I do what I need to do. Is this because of your upbringing? Unwanted. Discarded. Cast out. You are closer than ever to godlike power, but you are planning an escape. Why would you do that? How dare you? Who are you since you know so much? Another who has been cast out. Discarded. Forgotten. We have much in common. Oh. Really? Well, that's nice. Good to have new friends. What is this? Oh! Gods! What have you done to my home? I know. Unpleasant. Believe me, this was not my first choice of vessel, but needs a must when you find yourself... bodiless. I promise, my friend, if you help me, none of that will matter. You will have all you've ever dreamt of. Really? A talking pile of goo. I am the consort of a great dragon. A dragon. Not a god. You're a god. More or less. I am worshipped. I am powerful. I can enact great change. And have. But with your help, we can reshape the world. Wait. I know what you are. You're that plague, that... That sickness that hit Melshar and, and, and messed up Wenya's hollow, the, the shapeless or whatever. Yes. That and so much more. Okay. You've got my attention. What do I do? Oh. Keep doing what you have been. But less the subtle. If the beast thinks you are leaving, he will come for you. Yes. And eat me. No. I have been observing him. Pestering him, vexing him, and I believe I know what he will do. Keep on courting your innkeeper. He will come to you, and so will the dragon. He is jealous. He will wish to woo you back. And when he takes the man shape, I will be with you. And we will make our move. Wow. You really have been plotting, haven't you? I'm impressed. What should I call you? The, the god without shape? That's kind of a mouthful. I am remembering. I have a name. You will be the first to hear it in millennia. Well, I'm all ears. Call me... Malice. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are the Architects of Entropy, and this is episode 54. That's right. 
we have surpassed 53, the benchmark of most things. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that I, I wanted to say something witty, and then I just I said that. So sorry. You could have made up some kind of, you know, well, in the Mayan culture, 53 is the most important. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you got to go with Etr- Etruscans. You know, I don't know. I don't know how people are. <laughs> I don't know how, how sensitive Mayans are to co-opting their. Uh... Well, you know, I mean, they're still kind of recovering from that big boo-boo about yeah. like years ago. <laughs> big old whoopsie. We can use the Etruscans. It's okay. I have an Etruscan friend. Okay, okay good. Cool. All right, good. All right, cool. good. Oh, man, that's the last thing we need is to get canceled by the Etruscans. <laughs> oh, my God. I was going to make some kind of Studio 54 reference. Then I realized that uh, that is so old and mm-hmm. even old mm-hmm. making a even making disco jokes is old. <laughs> well, just so you know, I mean, this episode is 54 and it's going to be released probably around my 54th birthday. So there you go. There you yeah. go. There we go. Okay, cool. All right, good. Good. There's that. Oh, there. Excellent. So it's, yeah, see, it's okay because we're old, so we can make yeah. old jokes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's right. That is exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> we have almost everybody uh, with us today, <laughs> unfortunately, due to the fact that MJ is a very talented person in high demand. They could not join us for this and the next episode. So... You know, your Gertrude Tiernan shippers, I'm afraid, um, might be a little left in the cold. I was really hoping that sparks would fly. And not to say that they wouldn't fly or might still not fly. Who knows? We have no idea. You know, maybe Gertrude will uh, will be around for a little while. Anything's possible. Uh, how's everybody doing? Getting by. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Getting by sounds good. Doing all right. All right. Getting by. Okay. Yeah. Well, fine. How about fine? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good, good. The people, the people wonder. The people want to know. Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 I'm moderately neato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scr- scratch that off the list. I'm not unwell, thank you. For <laughs> the whole routine, I bet we all know yeah. it. We're all- yeah. <laughs> uh, and we're playing uh, bingo at home. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was the bingo card. Uh, Oh boy. Uh so yeah. <laughs> We're off to a rollick and start. Oh, oh god, this is one. yeah. Whew, boy. Uh well, uh it's been a good episode, guys. Uh <laughs> we'll see you in two weeks. No. This is what happens when MJ's not here to keep us in yeah. line. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay, so let's just get into this thing, shall we? Right. No more no more messing around. No more preambles and banter. Silliness. You guys are still, uh, and this is entirely my fault for getting way, way too into this thing. You're still at the Boom's End Inn, though probably reaching the end of your visit one way or another, because uh, some things have been revealed. Obviously, uh, when you went to the Boom's End Inn, you were told that these people who basically vet clients were the kobold mercenaries and engineers, uh, that uh, the kobolds are not interested with working with quote-unquote do-gooders because they have a tendency to not be fond of the methods they use and the things they might encounter in Imthodkiss. So part of the purpose of your visit here is to play a little subterfuge with these people and let them know that you are just, you know, greedy a-holes looking to get a hold of some explosives so they can steal some things. Mm -hmm. 
So it has come down to the time where uh, you have to sell that story to the head of the family, Rolf Ruger, a uh, officious little jerk who uh, has this big impressive office here in the middle of a fetid swamp. So Razor and Nolan, you are the kind of point people for this thing. So you are the ones in the interview. At that time, during this interview, Zika and Kiernan thought it would be a good time just kind of explore the grounds and, you know, find out uh, what's going on. There are some, you know, odd things going on, like people uh, uh, seemingly being, you know, possessed and you know, weird semi-animated clots of blood and uh, things like that. We figure that nothing helps a business deal like a little snooping. Exactly. So Kiernan went out to kind of uh, make friends with uh, Gertrude, the uh, ranger and guide, the one who would eventually be uh, taking you through the path, the actual like path through Amthodkis. And Zika decided to turn into a squirrel and uh, take a look at uh, some of the weird stuff in the backyard. Like you do. Yeah, like you do. Of course, last episode, you did meet the rest of the Ruger family. You met Hans, the big, scary mute cook, and Gertrude, of course, the uh, very uh, mistrustful and uh, most guarded of these people here, who is a, uh, a ranger, a Beastmaster ranger like Kiernan. So uh, Kiernan was able to learn a few things about Gertrude and their family. Kiernan uh, was able to find out that the elder brother, Reinhardt, died while she was away. She was told that he died of uh, an illness similar to the uh, illness that fell Hans when he was a child and that he was a, a great alchemist and scientist. Uh, Zika went to explore what turned out to be Reinhardt's old lab, which had been burned down. Zika found some scraps of paper, presumably from some kind of journal. She saw that fire had gutted the place and trees had fallen through the roof, and that these scraps of paper seemed to talk about his creation and his genius. And she saw briefly uh, what appeared to be some kind of human-shaped thing sneaking around, and that thing, uh, it looks like, might have given her a bag that she could take all the pieces of paper and things and take all those things uh, with her for some reason. Zika then went and explored uh, the backyard cemetery and then ran into Hans, who had a strange look on his face, though, you know, it's hard to tell uh, what that would be. Meanwhile, in the interview, things seemed to be going well. Rolf seemed to be buying your story until the final part of the interview where he asked his sister Helga to come in and she cast a little whammy on you guys and compelled you to tell the truth as to why you were really here. And essentially, the last thing that happened was that Razor stated that they were there on a, and this is a more or less verbatim, a heroic endeavor to stop the god without shape. And all this business about the vault we we're breaking into is nonsense. To which I believe Nolan said he would still like to hire mercenaries to kill the god without shape. And that may or may not have been in character, but I like the <laughs> Rolf's response was... Well, now what? Hmm. And Helga's response was to call for Hans. Mm -hmm. And I would like to pick up there. For no reason, Pat, I would like to ask you a question. 
Yes, please. Um, I'm assuming for the most part walking around, we've just been walking around in our regular clothes. When we go down to this meeting, I, I like I assume it's not socially acceptable to be wearing your armor. I assume I have my sword because carrying a little sword with you wherever you go is kind of normal. But I'm assuming I don't have my full kit on. Well, he, you know, here, here's the thing. I will say I didn't address this last time, okay. but I'll leave it up to you. To what would your character have thought? All right. Well, I'm going to be a little weaselly player here and say I'm going into a con where Razor has to help me con a guy. So I'm definitely going to wear my armor, but I probably don't have my shield with me because that seems yeah, that, that's, a bit yeah. uncouth. And I'm like going to come in as like, look, I'm a totally sleazy knight of the Broken Lance and I'm a guy. So wearing my armor just enhances that look. So that's what I'm going to say. So no shield armor. All right. And I have also established that I believe at one point or another that pretty much all of these Rugers have knives on them. Yeah, I think that's probably pretty standard. Like, I assume everybody <laughs> walks around with a knife on them. Yeah. It's if they all have knives in them, that's when you have to worry. Yes. Now, Razor, you have a big old clanky suit of plate mail armor. Yep. Do you think that uh, Lord Ironhammer would be, you know, lounging about in his full suit of armor or not? I will leave that up to you. Obviously, a shield would be kind of weird. Yeah, the shield, I obviously, I won't be bringing. We came knowing this was going to be a business meeting, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. But you also came knowing that you're not very good at lying. Yeah. So I'm going to say he wore it because it's a symbol of his authority. Okay. But he would not have, again, wouldn't have brought the shield because that would have been weird. That's a defensive weapon, that is. <laughs> yeah. So while we're on the subject... Razor, what's the weapon you're, you're using? There's a number of weapons that you have access to. Well, I would have left the crossbow behind because, again, yeah, that's a right. little uncouth. I have the warhammer at my side, and I probably have the mace at the other side. Okay. So. All right. That is perfectly fine. So Hans has been called for, and right now just kind of a, a uncomfortableness is uh, settling on the room. And, oh, I'm stabbing uh, this fucker. <laughs> We, it's over. Khan's gone. There's nothing else here. So I'm I'm coming okay. after him. Yeah. Okay. That answers that question. I don't think they're getting Hans here so they can get our bags and make us a nice pack lunch. So yeah, no, 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 no. Khan's Khan's blown. I'm stabbing him. <laughs> Let me know if you want me to roll initiative. So that gets us right into it. So what yeah. I'm gonna want everyone to do is go ahead and roll initiative. Including me. Everyone, because uh you're all around. So, uh, yeah, uh, Razor, Zika, and Nolan, go ahead and roll initiative, and we are off to the races. Well, I'm glad I could be of service. I got a 21. This makes sense, because Razor probably first reaction wasn't to stab them, so <laughs> I got a seven. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Razor, they're like, okay, well, if I make an impassioned plea, I'm sure that, oh, no one's going, people. Hang on. <laughs> Let me shift gears a little bit. All right. Zika. Nine. Okay. Zika's out there like, hey, things are going really well. We haven't killed anyone yet. <laughs> this is going great. So first in the order is someone who you can't see, mm -hmm. but it may surprise you. Then uh, we have Nolan. All right. So who all is in the room? So you are in a corner office. It's pretty tight. Standing uh, directly behind you, just out of the doorway is Helga. And uh, there's a big oak desk between you and Rolf who right now is sitting in a big chair. 
And if you want to see anything else that might be behind you. Eh, no, that's okay. The real question mark for us all here in a meta sense is Morple. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, last you left Morple, he was just kind of blissing out in the inn, listening to uh, Helga's wonderful music. Well, before. So I assume he is in the main room of the inn because we're not bringing him in here. Yeah, yeah. To, yeah. To I assume he was. Okay. So I assume he's out there. Oh, yeah. Since you are the first to go, I'm going to give you a perception roll. All right. Mm. Might as well, right? Because, you know, now that things are kicking off, I'll give you the idea to kind of be wary of your surroundings. Uh, all right. Well, I notice with a one that there is a very, very shiny rock, and I'm going to make a note to come back and get that later. Great. But I've got things to do right now. All righty. It is your go. I am going to come over this desk and uh, stab Ralph. Okay. I'm going to perforate Ralph. All righty. Let's see if there's anything he can do. Uh, well, okay. Yeah, go ahead and, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. That is a 19 to hit him. A uh, 19 will hit him. So you hop over there. What are you stabbing him with? I'm stabbing him with the uh, sacrifice, the uh, short sword. A short sword. Okay. Uh, that is 18 points of damage. Okay. So, yeah, you jump over the table and you reach out and stab him. As you're doing that, you do hit him, but he, looking right at you, just kind of shifts partially out of the way, knocks your blade aside a little bit. So mm -hmm. what was going to be a full-on stab, like right into his chest, kind of turns more into a little bit of a slice at his side as he uh, seems to uncannily dodge part oh, of Oh, this attack. fight's going to take a while. All right. <laughs> So, Zika, you are in the backyard. I did everything I wanted to do out there, and I'm headed back. So you are headed back in the direction of where Gertrude and Kiernan were, and then you basically turn around, and Hans is just standing right in front of you. And then right after that, you hear a cry from inside the house. Uh, you hear Helga say, oh, Hans! And in that moment, you got the impression that he might do something. He had a just kind of a weird look on his face. And then he kind of snaps almost to attention and appears to kind of shake off whatever had come over him and then turns and starts moving very quickly to a back door to the inn. She called him before to talk about breakfast, you know, so right now you're not exactly sure what's going on, but it is, you know, he's weird. There's something weird about it. And you're basically able to, from where you are, kind of see Kiernan and Gertrude. At that point, Gertrude kind of looks up and notices you and Hans. She just gets an odd look to it of recognition, like, oh, I know that call. So Han looked sinister, but then all of a sudden kind of snapped out of it. Does Gertrude look sinister at all? Gertrude looks concerned, but she is not doing anything yet. Okay. The next thing that happens is Helga will kind of step to the side and slightly gesture behind her. And you will see behind her in a stuffed armchair, the figure of Morple. Mm -hmm. He is tied up. Ruh -roh. And there is a creepy old goblin standing behind him with a big old knife. Oh boy. And then she looks to Razor. You have to be careful who you can trust in these difficult times. Enemies, Enemies abound. abound. Razor, give me an intelligence savings throw. 
That's not good. Uh, let's see. Oh, no, that's not good at all. Okay, so yeah, that's a five. You have lost the ability to distinguish uh, from friends and enemies around you right now. Okay. It's kind of weird. Okay, so on a failed save, the target loses the ability to distinguish friend from foe, writing all, all creatures it sees as enemies until the spell ends. Uh, each time the target takes damage, it can repeat the saving throw. Whenever affected creature chooses another creature as its target, it must choose a target at random from the creatures it can see within the range. So um, basically, when it is your turn, you will see who you act against. It is a spell called Enemies Abound, which I think is funny. May Probably not the best spell to use in this instance, but, you know, I just wanted to shake things up. I think everyone's my enemy. Yeah, you are now in a nest of vipers. Everyone here, okay. guy next to you, the mushroom guy, everyone. Yeah, go after Morple, man. That's freaky. Basically, she's reached into your mind and just made you doubt everything about everyone. Like, you know these people, but now you, you know they're all, these are all bad people. I got to get out of here. All right. Well, you know what? You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll deal with that when it gets to you. Yep. The very next thing that happens is Rolf is now that you are right in front of him, he whips around and pulls out uh, from under his frock coat this uh, big, scary looking dagger, and he attempts to stab you with it. All right. That is a 20 to hit. That will hit. Okay. So what happens is uh, you will take six points of piercing damage, and I am going to need a constitution saving throw. All right. I will take three points of piercing damage because, you know, hey. Yeah, because you got Thanks for that reminding too. me that I have uncanny dodge, jackass. Mm -hmm. um, that is a nat 20 on the constitution saving. All right. You are not poisoned. Yeah. Now I'm just going to look at him like, really? Like, I'll never make any yeah. constitution saving throws, but this one time I'm going to be cocky about it. <laughs> then he is going to use his bonus action to disengage. He goes over to his right mm -hmm. to the corner next to the big portrait. Okay. Well, I guess it's not something you're willing to talk about. <laughs> well enough. If you got me here... Days later, we maybe could have worked out something, but unfortunately, this is the way it has to be. Watch out, Razor. They're going to talk us to death. <laughs> All right. So, Zika, something is going on. Um, You know what? Give me an insight roll. I'm not going to leave you totally uh, cold as to what's going on. All right. Uh, that's a nine. So I'm totally cold as to what's going on. Okay. Basically... Hans is moving towards a back door. You're not sure where the back door comes out because you couldn't see any back doors from where you were in the inn, but uh, it's likely on the other side of the big chimney is where the kitchen was, and there's a back door there as well. So some kind of room that would be relatively close to that office they went into. I guess I'll move closer to the house and just kind of, while I'm going, I'm kind of listening to see if I hear anything unusual. All right, go ahead and give me a perception roll. 16. Okay, you hear some kind of movement, but you're not exactly sure as to whether you... Uh, yeah, some, something's happening there. You're not really sure what. I guess I'll keep moving closer. 
toward the house. You'll you'll get a better idea. But yeah, if you you can follow right behind Hans, he is not paying any attention to you. Okay. So next one to go is Garl. Basically, Garl is kind of holding an action. He's looking to Helga to get permission to stab this mushroom guy. And Razor. All right. Since they're all enemies, I can attack the closest enemy, I assume? It's random who you're going to attack. Okay. So I'm going to say, uh, yeah, the people closest to you, there's three. There's Rolf, there's Helga, and there's Nolan. So go ahead and roll a D3. Uh, one is Rolf, two is Nolan, and three is Helga. All right. So two. So, yeah, Nolan is definitely your enemy at the moment. Okay. Come get some. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to channel Divinity so that I can uh, take two strikes at him. Okay. Um, well, one of them will definitely miss. Uh, how about a 26? Uh, yeah, that just creeps over the shieldless armor class that I have these days. So, yeah. All right, and I'm going to use a bonus action to do, use Divine Favor because this guy is... Yeah, this he's obviously the scariest one. He attacked that guy without warning. He must be he must yeah. be trouble. That's ten points of damage, <laughs> Sir Nolan. Alrighty. You know, this is another thing I love about your dedication, Rick, is to do what the character would do. And now people are like, <laughs> I'm gonna try to miss you. <laughs> like, why would you do that? <laughs> no, I believe he's my enemy. I will do that. <laughs> yep. Alrighty, and now it's it's getting harder to kind of not know what's going on. Nolan! Aha, okay. So uh, you're pretty sure that Helga did something to him. You're, you're smart enough to know that. Well, as a uh, bonus action, I will disengage from Razor. Okay. <laughs> and I will move past him, and I'm going to stab Helga. Okay! Since she put the whammy on him, yes, let's yes, kill the did. woman. <laughs> Not a very good night, but hey, what are you going to do? Got to save the world. Yeah, well, this woman is uh, definitely playing very, very, very. All right. Well, hey, uh, that is a 26 to hit her. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that is a a hit. Yeah, go ahead and uh, and roll damage. That is 18 points of damage, because the only good thing about my build is I basically can sneak attack everyone all the time constantly. So (laughs) (laughs) that's that's very true. Otherwise, there's no optimization in this character whatsoever. But yes, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, 18. Okay, so she has... Oh, it's it's a concentration spell. So she's going to have to roll a save. Uh, constitution save. Okay, well, good news, Razor. Yeah? You get your wits back about you again. <laughs> your mind clears, and then you now know who your true enemies are as uh, she loses concentration on that spell. All right. Well, next turn, I'm still attacking Nolan because that guy's a jerk. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, he did really, really good. (laughs) He won't expect it. He definitely won't expect it. (laughs) So, Zika, you see Hans open a door which leads into a little antechamber, and then he opens a door to his right, turns into a room that is uh, you would imagine where that office is and then he is going to as he sees what's going on he will go does he have a weapon drawn yet oh yes he does he's a he has an axe oh he has that axe he cut that chicken's head off with (laughs) 
Now, if he's bringing the the, the chicken chopping axe inside, I might uh, pick up my step a little bit. <laughs> now you see what's going on. You can kind of be like, because when, once he comes into the room, you see a look come across his eyes that uh, appears to be uh, very rage-like. <laughs> and then he moves towards the person that just stabbed his aunt and is going to attempt to hit you with a big old axe. Ah, he's quick. Yeah, and he is uh, he's angry now. All right, he can be angry. It's fine. Still going to kill his aunt. Well, his aunt, because she doesn't crawl yes. around on eight legs and eat garbage. Well, maybe she does. Uh, yeah, he will, uh, with both hands, uh, take a swing at... You and uh, 14, I'm guessing, isn't going to hit you. It isn't. Uh, Nolan. Woo. It is not. He didn't hit me. Oh. Watch me stab your aunt. Going to stab aunt. <laughs> And then, yeah, he will frenzy and uh, attack you again. As he is some kind of barbarian. And he misses you even worse. All right, great. All right, so Helga, who has just been stabbed for a whole bunch so of for an unfortunate amount of damage, seemed like an adequate amount of damage to me. But whatever. She signals to Garl, kill him, and Garl stabs the helpless mushroom man. All right, now well, Morpel should not get captured. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> With his dagger. Okay, we'll worry about that later. Um, and then she looks at he, you. He, he is the squire of the wrong guy. <laughs> and she will cast her eyes to you after saying that. And she starts to whisper in this odd language. And it goes right into your head. And I will need a wisdom savings throw. <laughs> 19. Okay. So... You will take 12 points of psychic damage as you are hit with dissonant whispers, but you are not forced to flee. And that is pretty much it. Okay. Rolf is going to hurl his dagger at Nolan. And uh, 19. That'll hit. Okay. Go ahead and roll a constitution save, please. Uh, that is a 15. Oh, a 16. I do have some constitution. Yeah. However, you will take a total of 18 points of uh, piercing damage from that. All right, that'll be nine points of damage. And he will use his bonus action to move this uh, huge portrait open and then go in behind it and close it as he is slipping away into some kind of secret door. Mm-hmm. Zika, it is definitely kicking off in that room. <laughs> you are now know for sure that uh, Hans just went in there and, and did try and kill someone who is probably a friend of yours. So <laughs> thanks for not asking how close a friend or who. <laughs> so basically, you can move into the office basically right behind Hans. Once you get in, you will see obviously Hans kind of right in front of you, well, near you, just wailing away on Nolan with an axe. You will see uh, a razor. That's pretty much all you see. And, and Helga's in the doorway, kind of facing off with Nolan. So, yeah. I attack Nolan. No. <laughs> all righty. No, um... 
I, I <laughs> will be on the winning uh, side. That seemed to be the reaction. <laughs> I, so, and I do I see Morple is Morple. You do not see Morple from where you are right now, so you have no idea what's going on with that. Okay, so Morple's a sunk cost. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Let's see here. So, yeah, I guess I will just uh, take a, a good old shillelagh whack at Hans. Okay. Black Oak Full Crusher. There we go. I oh, the but then I, but then I rolled a one. Uh. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I've been casting spells for a while. I'm not used to yeah. the club. <laughs> All right. Next to go is Garl. He, much as he would love to kill this mushroom man, his mistress needs his help. So he is going to jump over the chair and stab Nolan. Yeah, come get some. Come on. Oh, that is a 19. That'll hit. Alrighty. And you will take a total of 15 points of piercing damage, which you're going to have to take all of that. You only get one reaction. All right. Go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. <sighs> that is a 15. You are avoiding all of the poison. <laughs> There's a lot of poison trying to get in your system, and it is just not happening. It's clean living, my friend. I don't know what to tell you. Razor, <laughs> now Razor can go. All right. There's no one right in my face, is there? Hans is probably closest to you. But I could cast a spell? Yes. All right, uh, Spirit Guardians. <laughs> okay, Alrighty. So the room begins to fill up with ghostly dwarves. With, with hammers. Ah, and... I missed you guys. <laughs> yep. Glad you're back. Alrighty. And Nolan. All right. Well, let's attack Helga again. Okay. Let me know what you roll, Scott. All right. I have rolled a 12, and that will make the roll an 18. That is a hit. All right. I think this is one of those situations where actually none of my sneak attacky stuff works because she's got a lot of people around her and no one else engaging her. Yeah. So that will merely do 10 points of damage. Okay. And then I'm going to action surge and I'm going to stab her again. Okay. <laughs> oh, I critted her. Oh, no. uh, that'll be 20 points of damage. Okay. Oh, these dice are getting enshrined in the Hall of Fame. This is good. All righty. Okay. All right. All right, Hans goes By next. the way, guys, I'm going to die pretty soon. Oh, the other thing I do, uh, I, I have my bonus action is uh, second wind, so I don't die That's probably a good idea, yeah. yeah. Hey, um, Hans can make a wisdom saving throw as he's starting his turn among spirit yes, guardians. Yes, he is starting his turn. Yeah, boy, you got to know that Hans' wisdom saving throw is really, really... Uh... Well, he rolls a 17. Oh, well, that's enough. Okay. But yeah, it still takes half damage, so... Uh... That would have been 16, so he takes eight. Alrighty, so as Hans begins to uh, continue his rage, he is being pummeled by ghostly dwarves, but is not appearing to notice that in any way, shape, or form. And he is going to continue wailing away on this night. Okay, 23. Um, yeah, weirdly enough, that hits. And uh, that will do 13 points of slashing damage. All right. As he frenzies, that is 18. Okay. And that is another 13 points of slashing damage as this lurching 
behemoth is hitting you with an axe covered in chicken guts. All right. So I'll uncanny dodge one of the 13s and take the other 13 to the face. Right to the face. Yep. All right. Next to go that you can see is Helga, who will make a wisdom saving throw. And that is uh, that is a fail. And then she'll take 17 points of damage. Okay. She was going to disengage. And if those ghostly dwarves had not pummeled her into submission, she would have. But instead, she drops to the ground. <laughs> and yeah. God, I love these ghostly dwarves. They're my favorite, favorite party <laughs> members. <laughs> well, they're more effective than I am. So I got to get them something. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any ghostly whiskey? Yeah, I know. Something. Something nice. Something nice for the spirit guardians. Okay, uh, that happens. Zika. All right, I will use my Traveler's Lucky Clover item. Yes. I will touch it and cast a cure spell into it that will affect Nolan up to 30 feet away. I'm assuming I'm within 30 oh, feet God, of Nolan. Oh, God, yeah, everyone is, yeah, it's a, it's a tight <laughs> little... <laughs> It's a tight little death zone in this uh, yeah. room here. So I will cast that as a third level spell so Nolan can get back 3d8 plus 5. All right. All right. Am I rolling that or you? Uh, your dice seem to be hot today. So All right. Well, yeah, we'll see I, would, how that, I would roll that if I were you. I'll see the d 8 Well, that wasn't, that wasn't awesome. Uh, 3d8 <laughs> plus 5 gets me 13 points back. So it's not, that's not great, but I will take yeah. 13. Because 13 plus 2 is way better than 2. <laughs> yeah. Way Garl is situated, he is going to be just out of the range okay. of the thing because he's moving all around roguelike. He, however, will... Well, you know what? He's going to go ahead and have to enter that area anyway. So, Okay, so it's 11 on a save, so I don't think he succeeded. He didn't make it, but I rolled really craptacular on damage, so it's seven points of damage. Okay, so he takes seven points of damage, and then he goes over and pulls Helga back out of the fight, drags her across the room, and then using his cunning action will drag her back even further into the room. Mistress! And Razor. All right. So they've all left the office. Except for Hans. Yeah, so Rolf went into some kind of secret room. Yeah, so Hans is the only one left in the office, correct? Hans is, yeah, Hans is the only one left in the office, and he is just wailing on Nolan. Yep. All right, so I'm going to go over to Nolan and cast a Cure Wound spell on him. Wow, my, my dice have turned. Um, <laughs> they, they don't like you either. Eight yeah. <laughs> on 3d8 plus four. Hey, eight is great. I'm... I'm not one to poo-poo any 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 ads to my hit points. Yeah. I don't, you know. Come on, it's over twenty now. All right, Nolan, it is your uh, it is your go. Um, the front doors to the inn open, mm-hmm. and in the doorway you see Kiernan and Gertrude. Okay, and give me a perception roll. This is like to notice something. Oh, oh, oh. oh I got to remember to get that rock later. Uh, that's a three. Okay. Uh, it is your turn. Yeah. Okay. So the people came in. Great. Yep. One of them's familiar. Yep. The other one's that one with the hair. Yep. Okay. Got him. 
All right. Well, for mine action, uh, how dead is Morpal? Is he like awake, struggling at his bonds? Is he bleeding? Morpal, yeah, he is awake. He has a deep gash in his side. Okay. And whatever mushrooms bleed okay. is bleeding out of him, but he is no longer blissed out for sure. He is struggling against his bonds. All right. Cool. Uh, well, I'll disengage from uh, Thundar the Barbarian here, and I will... There you go. There's an old reference. And then hey! I will, I will move to Morple, and I will cut his bonds out. Uh, yeah. And, 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 like, go, Hey, that goblin stabbed you. If I were you, I'd kill him. <laughs> and then I will turn back around to face the charge of the angry barbarian. And Morple touches his side and goes... He drew first blood, but I'll draw last. So uh, well done. You have saved your erstwhile squire. Yeah. Yeah. Who I was completely willing to let die. But that's okay. Yeah. Well, you know. He doesn't need to know that. I saved him. (laughs) Hans will roll a wisdom save, which he will probably fail, as these pesky spirit dwarves are just being a real pain. Yep. That's an eight. Let's go ahead. All right. He can take eight points of damage. Okay. I'm switching my dice. <laughs> yeah. He's not appearing to notice it, but it, you know, it's doing some damage, but it's, it's tough. Uh, big, big honking barbarians are hard to hurt. He is going to, so he's going to take an attack on uh, one on the Esau and one on the dwarf as uh, that knight has run away. So first one on Zika, 16 to hit Zika. 16 does hit oh god that is max damage 17 all right and he misses uh razor i'm assuming a 10 will miss you yeah okay as he's frenzying like crazy yeah so next to go is gertrude she is carrying a longbow kiernan has his longbow drawn and she has her longbow drawn she has about arrow knocked but she is holding it down and she yells to hans hans stop Stop now! And she is looking all around. And that happens. And then from behind the wall, you start to hear screaming. Hmm. Screaming, it sounds a lot like Rolf screaming. Uh, Helga will make a death save. And will fail. Uh, Rolf continues screaming and Zika. So, oh boy. So I didn't, was I, I forget, was I here when uh, the uh, secret door was revealed? I forget which round that was in. That was in the second round, but he went before you. So no. Okay. Does it look like Hans is actually stopping? There's no way to judge it right now because he is in a rage. Okay. All right. Then I will hold an action that if Hans does not stop, I will cast a spell on him. Okay. Garl will reach into his... Yeah, he'll reach into a pouch and try to pull something out uh, and begin feeding something to Helga as he appears to be trying to heal her. Razor. I will move over to uh, Garl and smack him. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) A 15 hit him? 15 does hit him, yes. All right, and I will uh, use the Divine Favor. So he will take 14 points of damage. Okay. 
He takes 14 points of damage, and he was not paying attention to what was going on. <laughs> so uh, uh, he takes all of that. He is not down, but he is real, real, real hurt. Hey, and guess what? Next turn, he gets to start his turn in with the Spirit Guardians. <laughs> Kiernan, you see Kiernan just kind of not even really looking, but just shifts like slightly to his right and then just sinks an arrow into Garl. <laughs> and at that point, it becomes clear now that he's standing here, you see that his eyes are solid red, which is not usually how his eyes are. Yeah. And the little uh, little goblin, uh, he goes down. And Nolan. All right. Oh, hey, uh, I got to roll um, uh, Morple into the initiative here. Oh, yes. Go, please do that. Uh, he will go on 12. Yeah, um, he has hand damage. All right. All right. Hans has to make... I think technically I actually go first, but I was going to hold to see what. Oh, Hans no, no, does. I'm sorry. Yes, it was your, your turn. I'm totally going to hold to see what he does. I will not approach him. Okay. But if he goes to take a swing at anybody, I'm going to come up and okay. sneak attack his ass. So, you know, and if, uh, you know, if that doesn't happen, I'll go over and make sure Helga dies. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't appear to register. Now he's going to just turn his attention to Zika. All right. Yeah, he can't kill our lucky Esog. We need that. No, so, no. Yeah, that's, that's right out. All right. Well, hey, hey, it's turned. Uh, that is an 11 to hit. All righty. Uh, that will not hit. Yep. All right. Lucky Esog, my ass. All right. Anyway. <laughs> now he's going to take uh, his attacks on you. All right. Go for it. So this is Hans? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. You are holding too. Sorry. So he is going to start wailing on Nolan. You also have a held action. Right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, go sure ahead and do, do what you were going to do. Yes, yeah, sorry. I'm going to produce flame. Okay. To produce some flame. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, yeah, so sounds, will, uh, sounds a little funny, but I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I've got my uh, eye on you, McCoy. <laughs> uh, that's a 24 to hit. Oh, yeah, that'll hit. All right. That will do... Uh, nine points of fire damage. Okay, so you produce flame, and you hit Hans full on with his flame, and he starts kind of freaking out. He's still going to attack Nolan, because that's kind of what he was going to do, but just do a regular attack, and he will hit you for, for 13 points of damage, as apparently he can only do 13 points of damage to people. I will take some of that. I'm assuming I round up, but... Uh, uh, so yeah, yeah. So Gertrude is going to run in. She's going to basically just take a full run into the room and interpose herself between you, Nolan, and Hans, just yelling, no, stop, stop this now. And Helga, who comes around. Oh, you hear more screaming from some other room uh, as, as something, something horrible has happened to somebody in a secret room. Uh, Helga, who is back conscious again, is going to disengage. Well, she's she's not near anyone, or she's going to just. Well, I'm right next to her because. Uh, oh, you are right next to her. So yeah, sorry. Yep. Yes, that's right. I forgot. You she's also prone, but she is also prone, and she also has to make a wisdom saving throw. So, <laughs> yeah, which she fails. All right. I love that she just woke up and just got fumbled by dwarves again. God, I love those dwarves. 
so that's uh, 10 points of damage. Okay, that'll put it right back out again. We're playing whack-a-mole with her. So the next thing that happens is uh, those of you who are still in the office, which I think is basically, I don't know if anybody's maybe still in the office. Zika. No, yeah, uh, Zika. Uh, yeah, yeah, Zika is uh, Hans is kind of in the doorway. And, and, and Nolan, you'll probably see this as well since you're close enough. You see Rolf come out from behind the portrait back into the office and he is desiccated like something has been like sucking the life out of him and there is attached to him a reddish protrusion that's coming out from behind the portrait and that's like attached to him it looks like a, a solid like pinnacle of blood that is attached to the side of his head and he screams please please brother. you're not exactly sure what's going on but uh zika from where you are Actually, yeah, because the portrait has flown open. So from where you're standing, Zika, which is kind of in the almost kitty corner to it, you will see beyond that, there is a figure, a tall, kind of handsome looking man. He has glasses on. He is wearing what looks to be like some kind of big like leather smock. And he resembles that boy from the portrait, except much older. But he is a solid mass of this viscous like blood like he's a guy made out of blood and his arm is basically reaching out like mr fantastic at the side of this guy's head as you're looking at some kind of weird ghost of uh reinhardt who is exacting uh, vengeance from beyond the grave so yeah all right well certainly something we don't want to get involved in all right let's just go <laughs> So uh, it is your turn. All right. So I will, um, I'll do another produce flame. Okay. At Hans. That's 15 hit? Yeah, 15 will hit. All right. That will do seven points of damage. Okay. So he is taking that flame damage. It's not, not particularly crazy about that. Garl will uh, continue to die because nobody cares about him. He is the fucking worst. Uh, Razor. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so all that's left is basically Hans at this point? Yeah. All right. I'm going to go over to Hans and take a couple swings at him. As you get there, Gertrude is kind of between oh, okay. him and yeah, the doorway. Big, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and is looking at you as, as if to say, please don't, uh, please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I won't do that then. Uh, instead, hmm. Yeah. I know we're running out of people to kill. It's not like this is no, usually no, no, no. I, I, I'm just making a mental debate in my head. It's like, all right, I'm going to cast Sanctuary on Zika. Okay. That way our brawny barbarian won't squash our lucky Isog. There yep. you go. Alrighty. So back up to the top, Kiernan moves into the room. He's moving almost like a marionette. Kind of like he's not really like moving of his own accord, like something is moving him. And Gertrude is looking at him. Father, please, please just just do what you have to do and go. And you see Kiernan like a puppet kind of a jerk to the left and sinks an arrow into Rolf's chest and Nolan. Well, I'll say, oh, no, Rolf, we were going to talk. <laughs> Uh, you were pretty smart having the little spell thing happen, and I will just 
just sit here. I feel like if I whack the barbarian, it'll just keep him angry. So I'm going to take a step back and let Gertrude try to calm him down. Uh, and I will just say, oh, no, oh, we were going to talk. And I will just be being an ass about it. And I will just sidle up next to where Helga is and like, be able to keep an eye on things. But just in case she starts to stir again, we'll make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. She can just sit here and quietly fail her death saves. And uh, <laughs> I don't have to do anything. The next thing that happens is Hans, who is a little bit on fire. <laughs> but just a little bit finally let's kind of notices Gertrude and Gertrude is kind of looking, staring him in the face. And they eventually he just kind of s- stops and then just gives her this look like this really tired look. Uh, uh, and Gertrude uh, looks to him and she reaches her hands out and just kind of touches his face. Like uh, gives her, you know, gives him that kind of like, like, it's okay. It's okay. As the slick red figure comes into the room and and you see in the image of Reinhardt Ruger in this shape of this kind of congealed solid blood thing. He pulls back the pseudopod. It forms back into his hand and he uh, starts to speak, but he can't actually talk out of his own mouth. And then you hear Kiernan speak. It is done. I'm sorry. My children, I wanted so much more for you now, but now you are free. Please choose whatever life you wish, but I beg you, leave this place. And then Kiernan's eyes blink back into his normal eye color, and then he just kind of faints and hits the ground. And the figure of Reinhardt then just all at once just kind of collapses and this red blood-like fluid forms this ever-widening puddle in the ground and eventually just settles. And that is where we will leave things for tonight as we have a all combat (laughs) episode of Architects of Entropy. I I think that is a good place to stop. And uh, what the hell was that all about? Well, we'll find out. I think it's probably fine. Yeah. What's the worst? Normal. That went a way I thought it might go. <laughs> I said there's a chance that they just might just just, just immediately start hacking at these people. And uh, yeah. And so it came. All right. Well, that was a lot of fun. And uh, I would a uh, whole lot of NPCs I don't have to track anymore. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, well, everyone have a good time. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And once again, we would love to thank our Apprentice Architect Patreons, Jillian and John Christensen, Suzanne Bell, and Caitlin Thompson. We could not do this without you. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash AOE podcast. Have fun. We'll see you next time.